this week on the podcast is Bart versus the Space Mutants, the worst game of all time. Find out in this podcast. Welcome, Chris. Michael, hello. I think We're doing more, a bad game this week. I know. It, 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 is it the worst game of all time? I don't know. Is it the worst game on this list? We'll find out. Well, is this is this list all of the games? I think it's all of the games. Yes. One day. Bart versus the Space Mutants could take the title. We'll find out. You can subscribe to this uh, podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Wherever you get your podcast from, follow us on the Twitter machine at It's So Bad Pod. It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address. We also have been doing a little bit of Twitch streaming. It's uh, Mike So Bad on the Twitch. I will be doing more. there. I think there's a VOD up there now from Saturday night when I played Far Cry 3 for two hours. Oh, so boy. <laughs> it was exhausting. I don't realize <laughs> you don't realize how exhausting Twitch streaming is, uh, especially when your beautiful face is on there. That's why. Uh, that's why everybody has inflatable pools with water. It relaxes them, cools them off. That's 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 why you got to get on that trend. Yeah, I should. But we're adding the Simpsons, Bart versus the Space Mutants, to the endless list this week, which currently goes from number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 121, Home Alone. Uh, congratulations, Chris. This is the 130th episode of the podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> that has a little bit more meaning to doing such a shitty game. <laughs> so, what is this game? What is it? I, I mean, as far as I know, it's just a platformer. I've never gotten past the third level, so I have no idea if it turns into a shoot 'em up or, or um, you know, puzzle game it, it or doesn't. what. But uh, oh, oh, well, in that case, then then it is uh, a, a licensed platformer that uh, uh, I had it as a child. I assume did you have it when this came out as a kid? Yeah, th- yeah. This this the cartridge that I have for the NES is one of my original cartridges and mm. there's few that have survived over the years whether or not they've been traded to funko land or lost in college or somewhere <laughs> else but bar versus the space mutants is this, my, this one, one my this one this one persevered it uh it has yes. survived moves and traded um yeah. a real testament to the cockroachness of it but um it's <laughs> It's, uh, I guess you would, you would call it a platformer, although the first level, uh, tries to feel like it tries to be a bit of a puzzle game, I guess, but then that kind of goes out the window as it goes on, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it plays off of, uh, Aliens, which had just made their debut, I believe, in The Simpsons that time, but they looked nothing like, uh, what was it, Kronos and... Kodos and Klang? Thank you. Kodos and Kang. Uh, Although they are nowhere to be found in this game. (laughs) I don't understand. So I think they do a really good job in this game, and we'll touch on it later, but the aesthetics in this game, in the actual game, are, I think, pretty good and fall true to what the Simpsons are. But for some reason, those interlude scenes with the space mutants are just terrible. They don't match the Simpsons' vibe at all. Yeah, and they, uh, they don't even match the aliens that are like in the levels that you're you're playing right, right. <laughs> those are more simpsony than yeah 
those ones. But yeah, this game was uh, made by Imagineering uh, for the NES, art developments for other systems. Acclaim Entertainment was the publisher. I think it's the Flying Edge was the publisher uh, on the For Genesis. every other one, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, directed by Gary Kitchen, who I thought was the director for Home Alone on the NES, but he wasn't. He's mm. the director for Home Alone on the Super Nintendo. He also directed, <laughs> um, more famously, Super Battle Tank. I don't... Yeah. Okay. And A Boy and His Blob is another one of his games. Isn't that like a classic game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he would also go on to direct uh, Bart versus Bart versus the World as well. So oh, oh boy. But yeah, this game came out in 1991, um, same year as The Legend of Zelda: the Link to the Past, a much better game. Street Fighter <laughs> Two, a much better game. Battle to uh, Battle Toads, which we'll talk about that game someday. Final Fantasy Four, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mega Man Four, Lemmings came out in 1991. Some of the top games that came out that year. But yeah, this game was like. Really, the tail end of the NES, the end of the NES and into the Super Nintendo was a really weird time period, because I think Nintendo didn't know what was going to happen when they released the Super Nintendo. Like, we just take for granted right now, when a new system comes out, the old systems are going to fade away. But at that time, Nintendo was trying to make, like, a two-system strategy where, like, the Nintendo would be the cheaper of the two consoles and, like, Super Nintendo would be the premium console. Uh, That didn't work out because everybody just went over to the Super Nintendo, but... um, it's a weird time period because like Mega Man Four came out at the same year as Link to the Past. Oh, and that's funny because like more... then there's two more Mega Man games to go after that. Right, right. So there doesn't were like... doesn't like the Man uh, Ninja Turtles, the Manhattan Project, doesn't that also come yeah. out after the Super Nintendo? And that's like a great um, beat 'em up game. Yeah, and I mean, this is the first Simpsons game. There were three Simpsons games that came out on the Nintendo, on the Entertainment oh. System. So. <laughs> It's uh, it kind of puts it in perspective because I think while this did come out for like you know the Genesis, Mega and stuff like that, like I, I suspect we we're mostly gonna focus on the NES one because I think that's probably the most well known besides the Genesis one. Like this looks like, like in in it does not look like a late cycle NES game. It looks like yeah a very rough looking earlier NES game. Yeah, it looks like a game from 88 or 87, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this game, so in terms of the platforms that this game came out, if you had a system, no matter what system you had, at in 1991, you probably would be able to buy BART versus the Space Mutants. It came out on the NES, the Amiga, the Amstrad CPC, the Atari ST, Commodore 64, ZX Spectrum, Sega Genesis, Sega Master System, and the Game Gear. <laughs> That's a lot of systems. <laughs> Um, the, this the ex- Mania. The Z- excuse me, the ZX Spectrum for our UK um, listeners. The ZX Spectrum uh, version is actually surprisingly impressive. I was watching gameplay of it, and for the most part, that system sucks. Sorry, UK people. I don't have nostalgia for it, but it looks like it's terrible. I always wanted to have an emulator or something I could play those games on because they look interesting, but they look terrible <laughs> for the most part. The uh, the Bart versus Space Mutants, though, that game on the ZX Spectrum looks pretty good yeah. for the ZX Spectrum. Um, but yeah, this came out uh, the same year as Season 2 of The Simpsons. So this is like very early Simpsons. So Season 2 of The Simpsons, just for perspective, is like... Um, 
when I'm trying to think of some classic episodes, the Homer episode where he meets his half brother who owns the car company. Oh boy, that happened in the second season. God, that yeah, feels. Yeah. God, they all kind of blur together after, like, because the first season kind of has like that different art style or animation style, right. and then it's like once right. once they shift over to like the style that's like essentially remains the same for the next like almost thirty years. Like they all kind of start to blur together with those classic seasons, but. But like I feel like see, like they touched on something in season one and season two is when they really got off the ground. Yeah. Um, with like their their comedic style and what they were trying to do, but I don't think they really hit their stride until probably seasons three or four. Season three is the one where I, I was looking it up where um, they had Homer at the bat, which was or oh not Homer God. at the bat. That's so good. The the one with the baseball players. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Homer at bat because. Uh, Season two is the one where Homer is the uh, isotopes uh, mascot, <laughs> but season season three is the one where he uh, has like Daryl Strawberry and Roger Clemens and all those baseball players. That was like the most classic Simpsons episode to me. For oh, some reason. season two has the uh, the one with the um, the radioactive man comic book with uh, Bart Milhouse and uh, um, who's the other one? They like. They uh, all buy like the rare uh, radioactive man comic. They try to share it, then it all gets like ripped up. Yeah, and like season two is more, I feel like, serious, and they start to get like more dumb, funny in like season three, four, and five. Like where they start to like, we're not going to tell like a real story. We're just going to have like slapstick shit that happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dancing Homer. That was season two. Oh, and the first Treehouse of Horror. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> Indeed, with uh, "To Serve Man," the hungry are the damned was the uh, parody of "To Serve Man," the Twilight Zone episode, where I believe Kang and Kodos made their first appearance. So they were probably making this game, and Kang and Kodos were developed, or came appeared on the screen at the same mm. time. They were like, "Shit, that's what <laughs> aliens look like." <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah, go ahead. But this was the time period where Bart was really the main character of the show. And I feel like as we move towards like seasons three, four or five is when Homer really steps up and becomes like the main character of the yeah. show or their pop culture icon. So Bart is still a thing. Bartman. Do the Bartman. Calabunga. <laughs> eat my shorts. You know. Skateboard. All that good stuff. Space mutants. Uh, the space mutants are invading Springfield, and you must stop them. What are why? So they want objects to complete a weapon. That's what you have to stop them from getting. In each level, you have to get a set number of objects. Um, they in the first level it's purple objects. In the second <laughs> level it's hats. In the third level it is uh, balloons at Krusty Land. Um, the fourth level you have to destroy exit signs. Yeah, for some reason, I've never made it that far. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the fifth level, you have to collect radioactive rods. Yeah, 
back in nineteen ninety one, we didn't know about the dangers of uh, exposing Mark to uh, unshielded radioactivity like that. <laughs> back in nineteen ninety one, I never saw the second level. So <laughs> when I first owned this game, it took me a long time. I think like everybody probably like the f- the first level of this game. I mean, like, is it fair to say that the first level of this game is probably one of the most inf- infamously known levels? in especially, like, retro video game history. Like, yeah, probably. I, I mean, it's just, it's like, they do shit in the first level that never appears in any of the other levels. Right. It's just vague and obtuse. Like, in order to get to some of the purple objects, you need to do things that you could just never figure out contextually. You need to, like, look up a manual or, like, some helper guide. Like, there's there's a few things, there's some cool things that they do. Like, the movie theater, when you first go there, it says the show is at two and four. Four, yeah. And the yeah, kid and comes out like, at like two or four. You're going to spray paint the kid when he comes out. Yeah. You can also go in. Did you know that? And go to a bonus level? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you could do that. Um, but yeah, like that stuff I would know about. But like knowing to use the payphone with right. the coins. Right. This is a little difficult. Or like. Um, how you intuit there's parts of like when you're walking through downtown Springfield not a lot of games let you stand on the window of a door Yeah. so you have to platform onto the window of the door and then up to the second floor to get some objects and like in, intuitively I don't would never guess to do that yeah and it's and like the, I think the problem with it too like the game overall is like the platform detection is not very good. Like there, like no, it's was, real bad. When I was like replaying it, there was like times I was like jumping up on the windows, going like I was like I know I can get up here, and it's like, and I feel like I'm just like missing it because I'm not like you know hitting it just in the right spot. And it's kind of the same thing. Like there's aliens disguised as humans in the first episode, and you you know, kill them or whatever, defeat them and get coins from them by jumping on them. And if you don't hit them, like, in the right precise spot, you just get, you lose a, a hit point instead. Or, like, you know, you gotta, talk about the game being, like, abstract, like, you gotta fire, like, firecrackers at, like, certain things at uh, in yeah. the first level. And if you don't get it just right, like, it's not gonna register. And it's it's, it's... really unforgiving. It's super trial and error too, because there are three stores to buy items in the first level and they don't, there's no stores in the rest of the game. There's some like mini games in some areas, but no stores and the stores sell a key, a wrench, a rockets, um, and a, a cherry magnet bomb, and a whistle <laughs> ma- magnet and a whistle. And it's like the rocket. You can kind of figure out if you like fuck around a little bit. The cherry bomb is like, I uh, could be, it's weird. I don't really know what to do. The wrench, um, I think I figured out that it goes on the, uh, what is it called? The fire hydrant. Yeah. Um, on my own. But yeah, l- like the whistle, the key, and the wrench, or the end of the magnet, I had no idea what to do with those. And yeah. I didn't know until I like looked it up for this podcast. <laughs> so s- some of the items carry over into the next level. And on the third level, you can use the magnet to cheat on a mini game. That's what that's for. I see. I feel like and the, the key <laughs> and the key too. If you go to, I believe if you go to the old folks home, 
um, at the end of the first level and you press up, you use the key at the old folks home, Grandpa Simpson comes out and gives you six one-ups. Okay. Well, yeah, he looks like, I, like, I, the graphic for him looks awful too. It's like, he's like a weird, like yellow tan blob. Um, yeah. it's like, I feel like they put whatever effort they put into this game, I feel like was put into the first level to like yeah. create like, it's a little garbage looking, but still it's like, they were like, oh, let's jam all the Simpsons references, like the Bulldrome and Moe's Tavern and like the, the random, like, um, yeah, like the, when you go to like the armory shop and it's like the, the one-armed, uh, person in the armory shop. So like the stuff, and then it's like, I swear the rest of the game is just like, Hey, we got all these assets left over from like other projects or cancel projects like let's just dump those into a game and make that that's that's gonna be the that's what, like the next level is gonna be a mall we get some sneakers and hat assets left over from some other project let's just dump those in there it makes no sense like yeah yeah there are a lot there's after the first level it really a lot of it does not make any sense um in terms of what could, some of the things that they do but the first level like for a license game for a license game that came out in 1991 they use the license like the most most tavern is in the first level the bolodrome is in the first level the jebediah springfield statue is in the first level the the uh elderly home is in the first level jimbo jones is in the first level uh nelson mons is in the first level uh mo most tavern you can call yeah uh, him on the phone is in the first level and you get a couple different you get a couple different prank calls that's you know it's not always the same one is there an Al there? Alcoholic. <laughs> and then there's Stu, Pit Idiot. Oh, yeah. And then... Too bad they didn't use it. the Oliver close-off one. That was they did, well, it's, they, like, changed it because uh, uh, there's, there was... Um, there was another one that, that they made. They made it. Le- they made it more family friendly. A couple of them. Yeah. In this. Like <laughs> um, I was kind of saying offline, it was like if the best thing that we can say about this game is uh, that they <laughs> that a licensed game uh, used the licensed in, in one level, then uh, <laughs> we're not starting from a good place. <laughs> yeah, I would also say like there's the power plant is the le- final level that no one ever sees. Krusty Land is the third level, but. There's like Is that no what that's supposed to be? I was gonna say, yeah, I just there's like there's, a random carnival. There's no crusty iconography anywhere. Yeah. Um so the goal of the game is to get all these items, but you also can get um the le- if you kill the mutant space mutants by stomping on the head of people and using your x-ray glasses, which is a nice nod to they live. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Um you stop at their head, you get a coin to spell out their names of your family members. They help you in the boss fights. I didn't realize this until I watched the speed run, um, but you don't have to get the letters. You just have to get the objects to progress. Yeah, I don't think I ever, you know, back in my golden days of playing this game where I had, like, impressive runs of getting to the third level, I don't think I ever <laughs> completed a, completed any of the names. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, in the first level, Maggie will toss bowling balls that you can hit back at nelson in the second level marge will knock projectiles off that the uh the evil babysitter who is the second level boss yeah, yeah. sends at you um and there's some other stuff um but yeah i thought th- thought that was interesting and they incorporated the family members um the what else do you have here uh the big thing with this game and why it sucks the shit is besides the fact that the 
in the first level is incredibly hard and then um it goes into pretty generic levels is that the controls are fucking yeah. miserable in this game yeah fucking miserable they put run and jump on the same goddamn button <laughs> yeah that's it's like you have to jump first and come down and then run <laughs> it's no it's not even that so I, i'm just gonna read i i cut this out and i showed it on our our chat but oh that, that was the long chat. jump yeah so if you want a long jump in this game it says press both a and b at the same time but wait it says in parentheses make sure you press a button just before you press the B button, especially when holding a weapon. Otherwise, you'll waste a shot. So so you don't press A and B at the same time. You press B before you press A. So, but, you, but you know you can just run? Before. Do you know you can run too, though? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you can run. So you got to jump and then run. hold down A. So if you jump and then continue to hold down A, you will then, like, run faster. What? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Cuz that well that's how <sighs> I that's how I thought you had to do like big jumps. So I was like, okay, like so first I started to hold down B and I was like, nope, I'm just spraying my spray paint. And uh and then I was like, okay, I'll hold down A and then I was running. You know, but then it's like but then yeah, like then I couldn't figure out how to do like a long jump because I'm like, well, I'm holding down A, so if I release it, I'm going to lose all my momentum. <laughs> I'm not going to get a long jump. <laughs> And I think what the problem is, is they were really trying to do a lot with this game. So they have like a fire button and then they have the run jump button. Um, and like, you can't put jump on the same, same thing as fire. I guess you could put fire on the same. No, it doesn't even make sense. Like they were just trying to do too much. They didn't have enough buttons. They, you should have um, just double tapped a direction to run and then jump. Yeah. That's, <laughs> You're smarter than me, I guess. Um, <laughs> But the Genesis version, you'd think with three buttons, they would solve this problem, but they do not because <laughs> it's like, it does the same shit where B is, is the run and jump button and A is the use button and C is like the select button. Fucking Do wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. They make a terrible use of it. Uh, and the fucking long jump is like, if you don't know how to do the long jump, you can't progress in this game. Because the, once you hit the second level, like within the first minute of that, that level, there's a long jump that you need to do in order to progress. And if you can't get that down, you're fucked. Yeah, the uh, the fundamental things that make this a game are, are not implemented very well. The controls are awful and the platforming jumping detection is awful and that's like also like in the first level you tried to spray paint stuff it's like you can barely tell if you were like actually hitting the object or not and so you have to use a fair amount of spray paint sometimes like to uh yeah spray paint a sign or a mailbox and well there's the 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 first time you get the spray can is right next to the space mutants poster and if you don't spray paint the eyes specifically on that poster it doesn't get spray painted yeah it's fucking yeah. Dumb as shit. You, <laughs> and then there's I, like, f there's flowers on the second floor that if you're standing right next to the flowers and you spray paint, you can't get the flowers. You have to jump, drop right. down onto the platform and then jump up. And it's like, the fuck is, what is this? Why are, why? And they even, I think they programmed it. They either, there's either a bug in it or they programmed it to be more difficult. If you jump up and try to spray paint, it cuts off your spray paint. So you can't do it. Mm, it's like a weird yes. glitch. Yes. I've had, yeah, that's, yeah. You, I mean, you know, you could say, were they trying to do too much? But 
don't know. I, I, I said this to you before, like, in our chat. I was like, I think this is a licensed game. It's not It's not being published by, like, some no-name studio. It's, like, an acclaimed published game. I think this is just a Simpsons mania is running wild. We got to churn out. We got to churn out some shit, make some money. You know, we're putting it on, like, every platform known to man. I'm surprised it's not in a graphic graphing calculator at this point. And uh, I think it's just, uh, let's just get it done. And, um, you know, who cares? Put all the effort to the yeah. first level, then let's go Let's go into our asset library for everything else is the, the theory I'm going with in my head. Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, it's it was really weird. And credit to Dan, he sold me the Space Mutants game for the Genesis. Dan <laughs> of podcast fame from many moons ago. He, uh, when I played that game, and it was the first time I played it was like, a week ago um and i turned it on and i was like holy shit this is like an alternate history version of what this game is and i was like this looks weird and different i don't know if it's better but it's just like it's very it's very strange it's just it's the same game but it's mm-hmm. like just because i grew up with that game and have such nostalgia for it it was a yeah. fucking trip yeah, I uh, i can't really speak to any other any other version because this is this is the only one i've played but i also, for some reason, own the sequel. So, yeah, <laughs> I own I own the sequel, and the uh, third game in the series was the last game that I bought for the NES, or, or my grandmother bought it for me for the NES, and um, yeah, it's pretty terrible. And I still own the original copy. That game is real bad. Um, I don't know if it's worse than this game, but it probably is. Bart versus Radioactive Man is terrible. Oh, that's is that the third one? That's that's the one yeah. that I have. Okay, so I have the first one and the, and the third one then. Then I don't have the, the second. The second yes, one. Yes, the second one is Bart versus the World, which is more like a straightforward platforming game. Um, Bart versus Radioactive Man is also a straightforward platforming game, but it's like there's a ton of blind jumps. There's pits you can fall into and there's pits that you can't fall into and there's pits that you need to fall into. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's a uh, fucking mess. It's, I think as this pod goes on, I think it, there's always going to be a war between uh, home alone and the, uh, the <laughs> Simpsons games. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, you know, stuff I liked, I think that they use the light for me personally. I think they use the license impressively for the time period. I think that, it's cool that you can find contextually items that you can use contextually in the first level, but they don't do that anywhere else. And it's also kind of like, it's just kind of, it's just vague and obtuse how to use it. Um, but also, and then also they use the Simpsons theme, which repeats endlessly for 10 minutes on the first level. But don't they, don't they not use it in the Genesis version? Isn't they do it, not. Isn't it missing yes. in the Genesis version? <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't get a license. Also, I didn't realize that the Simpsons theme was by Danny Elfman uh, for some oh, yeah. reason. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It's a little rough sounding in, in the Nintendo one, but, you know, I think they only have like four channels to work with, which actually shouldn't make a difference. <laughs> but they, <laughs> But they do... At that time period, though, there were like chips that they could do different things with. Well, like, yeah. more ch- add more, ch- more channels. I mean, we, um, we've established they're not doing that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Genesis version, uh, but the NES version, Genesis version, all the versions I think have uh, the cool band, the samples as well, and mm. Eat My Shorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah that, it's a lot clearer on the Genesis version. The Amiga one has like kind of an- animated uh, cutscenes at like the beginning and stuff that's cool yeah not like greatly animated but you know 
Amiga's a plat- platform I want to find out more about. There's always like I'm always like eating the margins of where I can find new games to mm. check out. But the problem with Amiga right now for me is I don't have a PAL TV. Yeah. And you, you need one of those. Yeah. I watched like a playthrough of the Amiga one and it looked it looked like a slightly more polished version of like the Genesis version. But uh Amiga but games look exactly the same. They, but they just look, there's a very, like, Amiga look yeah. to games. Yeah. Where if you know what Amiga looks like, games just look like... In this game, the Amiga version and the Genesis version looks like an Amiga game. So, mm. they're, like, very... They're, like, high speed, I would say. And there's, like, a certain th- look aesthetic to it as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Someday we'll add an Amiga game to the endless list. Someday. Someday. <laughs> um, things I don't like. Games. Games very hard. Um... It's just the controls make the game very hard. I don't think it's very hard, especially once you know what to do because some of the mechanics, again, are so obtuse. Um, yeah, and then, like, the whole repeating of the levels is just terrible. Oh, and then finally, fuck that this game says when you have one life left, it's actually your last life. Oh, I fucking yes. hate that. Yes. And do you get continues? <laughs> it should say zero game? there. No, no continues. Yeah, no continues. God. And, uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> brutal <laughs> get three lives no continues to beat the whole game and then they do the whole thing where if it says one it's actually your last life it's like go fuck yourself game that's yeah. not how you do video games yeah like this game could be so much different if it just had like a normal platforming control scheme and if the platforming like actually worked but like <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be at like the in contention for the very bottom of the list it would still probably be in the bottom 10, but it like yeah. would maybe go up a little bit. But uh, So, yeah. where does this game go on our endless list? 122nd entry. Last week, what did we add for a game? What was last week? I had these weeks. Oh, Nidhogg was last week at number 61. Um, these weeks, I've been very busy, so I'm forgetting my memory is confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Honestly, just putting it out there, I don't think this is the worst game on the list. Really? Yes. Um, huh. I, looking at the bottom of the list... Oh, wait. the It's the Genesis Home Alone that's all the way at the bottom. Um, really? You think, you think this is better than the... I mean, there's not much good to say about the Genesis Home Alone, but you think it, it's better than that? Yeah, my big problem with Genesis Home Alone is it's, like, insanely boring, and there's not a lot of reason to do anything, and there's not a lot happening in that game. Hmm. Um, it and also I think this uses game... the license. There's a house. There's a house. <laughs> like, let's com- like, just compare the license use, okay, from that game to this game. Like... Or even compare it to the NES Home Alone. Harry, Marv, and the kid are the only thing in the fir- in the NES version. In <laughs> Home Alone from Gen- the Genesis, they have the house, and there's the van. Yeah. And, like, that's it. And there's, <laughs> and there's flooded sinks, and there's the, yeah. uh, there's the you know, Crypt Keeper shovel guy. So, you know, it, it's all represented. Uh, he's a ghost. It's not the same. <laughs> and all, the, all the booby traps, they're all, they're all kind of represented. I think that, honestly, for me, I think this game is better than Home Alone for the NES. I I mean, they're both terrible, but <laughs> I think uh, 
it's it's uh it's a little I'm a little surprised by your your take on this because I feel like Home Alone, while completely boring and um, boring, <laughs> like the controls from what I recall function. Whereas yeah. like this this one is like we just talked quite a bit about like the weird bumping button mapping and you know the run and jump situation and you know you're jumping through platforms if you're not pixel perfect like you don't really have those issues in home alone well, it's it's so hard to if like we're, to if say we're gonna talk about, about home alone <laughs> if we're gonna say if we're gonna talk about controls then we have to talk about the controls in Jurassic Park Trespasser, where there's a button to hold out your arm, there's a button to grab a gun, and then you have to twist your arm in order to make it go right, and the AI doesn't work, and that game is, is really, really bad. Yeah, well, that's, I I think mean, that's that a game, game I haven't really played, so I don't... <laughs> also, I know that Jurassic Park Trespasser has a modding community, and I don't think Park vs. the Space Mutants does. <laughs> It's still being speed ran though, so um, there's been a two new world records in the past year of that. Did game. you? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say. Can you imagine? But I would love to talk to the people who are fighting over that speed running championship. And I just want to go. Why? What is? <laughs> why this? Yeah. One of the one of the runners is the Mexican runner, which I mentioned in our chat. I follow him on Twitch. He has like a, a ton of, of records. He's known as the Cuphead guy. He made a category in Cuphead called Haters Percentage because somebody was hating on him in chat and told him to do something. And like now that's like a category in the speed run. He's great. Mm. Um, I, I first saw him, I think, at a, a ADGQ event. But uh He's fun. He's he does his thing now. Um, on he's on Twitch, the Mexican runner. Shout out to him. Um, where he is has like a roulette going through like all these systems from the eight bit through the thirty two bit era, and you, he needs to beat ten games in order to move on. And he just picks randomly games from the from the library. So and then the, if people can donate to add more games to that particular console and he just works his way through the console. Hmm. He's been working on on uh, the Commodore 64 for like, I think, like two weeks now and he's beaten like three games. <laughs> it's pretty he's he's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, back to our ranking. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, like I could see an argument for this game being below pro wrestling for the Sega Master System. Because I think that game is boring but competent. Um, but I think, like, for me, what what this game does is it's, I think it's more interesting than Home Alone for Super Nintendo. I think it has a better use of the license compared to Jurassic Park Trespasser, for example. Um, and I think just the, the first... the, in, the How interesting the first level is, and I wish they could continue to try to make it interesting because this would make the game probably a little bit better. Um, is just incorporating more of those interesting mechanics from the first level. Like yeah. you don't see, you don't. See, the second level just has hats in the air, right? <laughs> and in the first, and you can just grab them, and they're on the floor where you have to collect them. The first level, like, you have to walk across a power line to cover up the purple objects. You have to call Mo. You have to wait for a person at two and four o'clock. There's all these different things that are like contextualized in that setting where it's it's cool even though it can be obtuse to figure out it's interesting and then the rest of the levels like the the balloon level is just like shoot balloons yeah and it's like the all the other levels feel like they're almost like uh when you play like really bad like rom hacks of like really old like 
or independent like, games, some of the yeah. games of the Nintendo. That's like what every level going forward feels like after the first one. Or like un- unlicensed games, like yeah. Color Dreams games. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it feels like. Uh, yeah. So like, I think I, like, I think Shaq Fu's a worse game than this. Cause I think those controls are just terrible. And oh, that really? is all about, it's about controls. You can't jump. To press up to jump and it's like well you, stop, you can't really you can't really jump at this i don't know i think shaq fu is a little bit more fun <laughs> it's so hard because like all these games are just so so bad but uh um uh, you know i like shaq fu is something i could play with people for like the like the it's so bad it's entertaining whereas like this is like it's just so bad it's just really bad but yeah. i i don't feel too i mean like i said dress fire trespasser i've never played but um i don't i don't feel too strongly about where this goes i think we would probably with both agree that we do uh bartman meets radioactive man that is much worse than than everything we're talking about right now yeah <laughs> so i don't know what do you what do you, what do you want to put it out I, I i think shaq fu is a little bit more uh redeeming <laughs> than um than this. They well, are contenders for it, the worst jump, jumping in, in video games between the two of them. If you want to put it at number 120 and push down Jurassic Park Trespasser, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Home right. Alone, you got, you got a little bit more worse today. Yep. Um, congratulations to Home Alone. You are now our 120th uh, worst game. Of all time. The third worst game on the endless list of video games. Um, yes. So, um, yeah. This is our, I guess, our Shaq Fu of, of 2021 right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's only May. <laughs> right? Who knows we haven't what done, us. This is the, the lowest ranked game of 2021, and the previous one was Mad World at 114. We have not done a lot of... Uh, bad games this year we should rectify that going forward <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure we could uh, yeah maybe that's like a good thing for like the you know second half of the year you know uh, oh just, dude just maybe this year you know bad games. you know what we could do is we could totally do recommend ever have everybody recommend a bad game to, to go for the worst game at some point <laughs> like we did last year with the best games. <laughs> yeah. Um I was gonna say that, or like we all no, or and we I maybe do this as well, like we all nominate a uh, a bad game that we all like. Or that like we each like. Yeah. And then get everyone else to play it and shit all over this bad game that we <laughs> like. We might end the podcast if we do that though. <laughs> so Congratulations, Home Alone, your number 120. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week. I think you've been, um, been Bart, you're 120. What's that? You said Home Alone, you're 120. Bart versus yeah, Basement. So you're 120. Bart, Bart versus Basement, congratulations, you're number 120. Um, Chris, I will do a tease for what's happening next week. We are so, bumping it up on the schedule because I had such a good time playing it. Um, and also Steve is going to do it. We're going to have a special guest next week um, as well. Um, it is Bloodborne. We are playing a modern game, a good game, perhaps a contender to number one. Maybe not, but it's going to be in the, t- it's going to be in the top half. I'll say that at least as a spoiler. Um, but yes, that's next week. So check that out. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Go 
play some fucking video games. Keep my shorts, dog.